This is a call to those who want incredible success, but do not necessarily want to get filthy rich. You want to help others, be purposeful, and enjoy all life has to offer. Welcome to the Inbound Marketing Revolution. This is Dow of Inbound with Ion Garlic. Welcome to the Dial of Inbound. Today, we're going to talk about some cool podcasting techniques to get more traffic, to get more visibility without even having to start your own podcast because starting your own podcast is tough. It's a lot of work. Trust me, I know. And our guest today is not only an expert in these aspects of podcasting, but also an expert in inbound marketing. So, And he's helped businesses succeed and double and triple and I don't know. I'm not going to give other numbers because it'll sound fake. But uh, today we have Tom Schwab on board as a guest, and we're going to talk a little bit about podcast interviews, getting interviewed on podcasts, and how like help them help people. Uh, Tom, thanks for being on the show. It's great to have you back. Ian, it's great to be here. And uh, you know, and he's in sunny, sunny Michigan, uh, calling us up. We're just hitting hitting his summertime, so he's he's ready to get outside. But he took the time to. Uh, to talk to us, and I, I, it's interesting. So, tell me about what you've learned and 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 this new business that you've started or you've transitioned into. Sure, and we really stumbled into this. You know, I think everybody has had that problem if you've been doing inbound marketing for a while, and it's it's hard to get a client uh, to to write content. And we had one one customer that we were working with just had a great story, great ideas to tell, and he'd spend you know three hours on a blog and. Um, you know, at the end of the day, you'd read it and it'd be like, yeah, it's a blog. It's good. And it converts at one to two percent. And it was really hard to go back to him and say, well, let's just keep doing this for another 12 to 18 months and we're, we're going to see results with this. And so one of the things we looked at was, could we get his message out, you know, just its content um, in a podcast? And Ion, as you said, anybody that says doing a podcast is easy has either never done one or never done one well. So uh, we, we sort of looked and said, guest blogging sort of works, right? So you can go onto somebody else's platform, tap into their audience, um, you know, get the authority from there. And we said, well, could you use that same inbound strategy, but use it for podcasts? You know, could we get some, uh, one of our clients on the right podcast that had the right listeners, you know, Share the content, get them to know, like, and trust them, and uh, would that drive leads, traffic, um, all the rest of that back? And we were amazed. You know, uh, we saw conversion rates of anywhere from twenty-five to fifty percent, um, and that was from visitor to lead at the website. And you know, with that, we're like, "Wow, is this the is this the holy grail that we've hit on, or is it just this person, this personality?" So we tested it with a lot of other other clients. I tested it myself. We've optimized it, and you know, it's really just an inbound strategy of looking at content. You know, what content? How can you get that content to your ideal listeners? And we found that there's no better way to do that uh, today. Um, an easier and probably more fun way to produce that content than on podcast interviews. It's a, it's a great, it, it's an awesome idea, and it, because it's it's so much fun to talk to people, and, and you do what you're you know if someone's grown a business, they know how to sell their business, they know how to talk about their business, they know how to provide value on a speaking basis, and but then there's just that roadblock when it comes to digital. 
and then they try and sell and try and violate all the rules of inbound marketing when it comes to digital. And it seems like a, a guest interview really can really can make it happen. But what if someone says, well, I have nothing to talk about as a guest? Well, everyone has something to talk about. And, you know, one of my favorite quotes comes from Derek Sivers, uh, who's the founder of CD Baby, which is the precursor to iTunes. Mm -hmm. And he says, what's ordinary to you is amazing to others. So everyone is an expert in some area. So, you know, if you're talking about your business, well, nobody knows your business more than than you do, especially, you know, if you're the founder, if you're there day in and day out, you know, in that niche you are, you've got something to share. And really, there's three types of experts. You know, there's the, the the academic expert, you know, the PhD that's got all the letters behind their names. Uh, you've got the veteran who's been doing it, you know, for years and years and can tell the war stories. And then you've got sort of the, the traveler that's going along with it. And this is what I'm discovering. And this is the struggles I'm having. And everybody is one of those at a certain – in certain areas and – the amazing thing is, is a lot of times the traveler expert or that veteran expert um, converts a lot better on podcasts because really what you're doing is you're telling stories. Mm-hmm. Um, and one of the great things is that, that you had mentioned, you know, I, I'm not a writer by by uh, background. And for me to sit down and write content, um, there's most of the time I would like to do anything but that. I'll find other things to do to keep me busy so I don't have to do that. But with podcasts, you know, you ask a client, could you write me a blog? You'll never get it. But if you ask a a client or an owner, hey, would you like to be on this podcast and be interviewed for a half hour? Most of them take it as a compliment and they'd love to do it. And, you know, what other time do they get to speak to a thousand or 10,000 ideal clients and do it from home or from work? And the amazing part is, is that all as good inbound marketers here, we know that you can repurpose content. So you can take that 30-minute interview, transcribe it you know, for $30, and you can highlight those 140 characters of, of genius and make tweets out of it. You can, you can cut and paste that, maybe rewrite it a little bit, and you can get four or five blogs out of um, somebody that just read or, excuse me, just spoke for a half hour. Oh, such a, such a great concept that people need to realize is repurposing content in that you know, we uh, I see it so much that people think that they have to come up with original content all the time and say something original every single time. And actually, the opposite is true, where you have to tell the same story over and over in a different context, in a different way, and use it in different ways. And that repurposing is a fantastic tactic for doing it. And I and you, you're so right on repurposing it for the audience. And that's one of the things that I love about podcasts is they're very, very, very niched. So you know what kind of audience you're speaking to in most of those. So for example, let me, uh, I was talking to a client of ours this morning and he's a business coach. He, he helps um, businesses put wow in their, in their marketing efforts. Well, if he's on a podcast that's focused on lawyers, you know that he can use all the examples of lawyers. Um, if he's on one for, for plumbers, he can talk directly to them. So not only get, does he get heard and listened to, 
but he really engages with them. And it's almost like, uh, you know, if we want to talk about uh, micro personas um, with podcasts, if you do the research and know who their ideal listener is, uh, mm-hmm. boy, you can, you can figure out how to niche down your message uh, so that it has great content with great context to them. So in all that, in, in what you're saying there, I mean, that's, that's perfect because that is such an important concept for people is understanding who your ideal listener is. And a lot of people have trouble because they don't want to speak to one person. And it seems like you have a big opportunity there to speak to multiple audiences with, uh, with, and, this, and- uh, with this. Yeah, and with that, you know, if you're writing a blog, uh, you know, and you've got a lot of people coming to your site, well, do you really want to focus just on one? Because while it might relate to that person, uh, is it going to turn off, you know, the other 80% of the visitors that come to you? And, you know, there's some companies that have different blogs for different things, you know. Um, they've got an e-commerce blog, a small business blog, a nonprofit blog. Well, for most of us, we don't have the the capacity to do all the rest of that. So I think when you get on podcasts, um, you can you can really niche it down. Almost the same way you do on guest blogging. You know, if you're if you're on a guest blog, you know what their audience is, so you want to make sure that you write exactly to them. Even if when they come back to your website, they might see a, a little bit more of a generic um, aspect to it. And you know, I'm sure people are getting excited right now about this idea because it's, I'm getting excited about it, and it's something that I want to do. Um, you were talking about before the show, we, we were chatting a little, and you set up a link for people to, to get some information about how to do this? Uh, very much so. And I, I share freely everything that we do and all the knowledge out there. So if you're interested in, in anything that Ian and I are talking about, you can just go back to interviewvalet.com forward slash Tao, T-A-O, and all the resources that uh, that we'll talk about here, um, I'll make sure that are there also so you can get get them there. And now, now since we're all inbound marketers here, I'll do the uh, the little behind the curtain here. What's that? What that's doing now is you're taking somebody from being a listener to a visitor to to being a lead. So a lot of times we talk about lead magnets. Um, you know, uh, what can you get them to convert on on a page? Well, for podcasts, you have to think about visitor magnets too. What can I talk to them about? that they'll want to go back to see. So is it a video? Uh, we have one client that makes um, quilts. You know, They cut up um, jerseys, different things like that, and they make quilts for people. And you know, if she's on a podcast and it's a, it's a guy's podcast or a sports-related podcast, you know, she'll just throw out there, we made one for Wayne Gretzky. And if you want to see it, just come back to the site. Well, what red-blooded man doesn't want to go see Wayne Gretzky's quilt? And then if she's on a um, a podcast that's sort of like, say, a mommy podcast, she'll talk about a quilt they made out of baby clothes, how they cut them up and made the nicest quilt. And this, uh, this mother is going to save it for her daughter and give it to her um, on her wedding. And if you want to see that, just just come to the site. And, you know, so she's doing these things that are visitor magnets that take people from just listening to becoming visitors. And it's, you know, it's all inbound marketing. Yeah, all. It, it, you know, and and I love you're telling the story in the context of the audience, which is so important in in shaping it because nothing worse than telling. It, it's so easy to tell a great story to the wrong audience, and it, it, then it get, goes nowhere. 
And I'm glad that you're coaching people on that because that's an important, important thing uh, that I see a big mistake. They're like, well, why didn't this story work? I'm like, well, if you told it to the wrong audience, it's not going to work. Yeah, it's that whole idea of content times context. And the result of that is is the input with it or the the uh, what you get out of it. So it can be the content. It can be a, you know, a 10 on the story. But if it doesn't apply to the people and it's a zero, it turns out to be a zero. Yeah. Yep. Oh, so true. And But, you know, I think an additional thing, we're talking all business. And for a second, I want to talk, talk about how much fun it is because you get to network with all these people, right? You get to network with people that are obviously good business people to have the podcast. And that, you know, if even if we went out for drinks, it'd be a little bit weird, but you're put into the situation where you have to talk about your business and, and it makes it's all right. And you get to spend some time with them. Very much so. Inc. I think it was either Inc. or Fast Company did a, uh, an article uh, last year that they talked about podcasting as being the new networking um, because you do meet so many people. And it's not that people want to meet you, but they want to speak to your audience. So it's very powerful on that. And you know, if I, if I just reached out to, to Ion and said, um, hey, could you let me talk to your audience? Or you know, can I send an email to your entire list? <laughs> yeah. It'd be like, uh, no. <laughs> um, would you say something nice about me to your entire audience? Uh, no. Hey, could you give me some backlinks to my site from your site using these keywords? You know, that email wouldn't even get responded to. But you think about what we're doing here, we're talking on a podcast, right? So mm-hmm. he, you are being generous enough to introduce me to your audience. Um, you know, every host out there wants to to make his guest look good, his or her guest. So you know, it's sort of that expert um, uh, rub off or the the influence. You know mm-hmm. that that the influence that you have and the trust and the authority with your listeners and your audience transfers to the guests. So that's great. That's almost like guest blogging. And then you think about it at the end of this, you know, it'll be transcri- or uh, it'll be posted, there'll be show notes and there'll be follow links that come back to my site. I mean, it's, it's the best of all inbound marketing worlds. Yes. Yes. I agree. And, and but the thing people have to remember is you're provide like I have you on because you're providing value to my audience. You're providing a value and that you, people aren't going to go on and, and give commercials, right? You, you coach people that they can't do that. Oh, very much so. And, um, we vet our clients very, very, um, closely, um, from the standpoint of they've got to be there trying to build a relationship, not to sell a product. The, your number one goal as a podcast guest is to make the host look like a freaking genius for having you on, right? So that you're offering them so much value that um, that it builds the relationship. It's not a place to sell. It's a place to serve. And um, I think anybody that understands, you know, inbound marketing, they understand that, that it's a, it's a serve, 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 ask, or give, 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 ask. Um, and really, you know, are you trying to chase a transaction or you're trying to build a relationship? And, you know, if you just want to chase a transaction, Go buy some AdWords if you're if you're trying to build a relationship and build a brand and uh, build a customer following. Well, then talk directly to your customers, um, engage them in whatever way you can. You know, um, be it blogs, be it eBooks, or be it podcasts. That's, that's such a great great idea. Um, and then once you, what ways are you suggesting to promote the, the guest as a guest? 
You know, what ways are you suggesting to use this for promotion besides just your traditional using it as content? Are you doing anything cool with Snapchat or Instagram or anything like that? You know, it really depends on what the audience is. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, uh, I always say, uh, you know, when people say, which direction should I go um, as far as social media? Uh, the answer is always go in the direction that uh, that your customer is. So if um, if the customers or the ideal customers are on Snapchat can promote it there, uh, video seems to be just super, super hot, right? Um, a live video, all the rest of that and something that we've been testing and has worked out really well is just doing little 15 second videos that might have uh, a couple clips from the episode and it might have some b-roll footage behind it it may have a picture of the host a picture of the guest um uh the logo from uh from the podcast and putting that up like as a, a facebook sponsored uh, post um, putting that up so people get to hear 15 seconds of the interview, and then if they click, they can go for the entire one. Uh, we've been testing that, and that's been working very well. Uh, the other thing is just to remember that this is evergreen content and that while a lot of people are are listening to this episode as soon as it airs here in, in 2016 – I guarantee you there's somebody listening to this right now, Ion, who just found out about you, is going back, listening to the old episodes. It's 2018, and he's like, this is great. You know, so it's evergreen. So that's one of the reasons that also we send people to a, a separate welcome page or landing page, as, as we call it a welcome page, um, so that whatever was talked about in that episode – they find there for a great user experience uh, because in 2018, sorry, the, the front of the website's probably going to be changed. Maybe some of the things we talked about won't be prom- predominantly uh, displayed there. So we want to make sure that, um, that we give them the best user experience. Yes. Yes. So true. That's that user experience is so important. Um, on, uh, you know, what types of businesses have you helped with this, it's it's been interesting. Um, we've we've helped all kinds. I mean, from authors trying to get their book out, uh, doing a more of a blitz so that they can sell a lot of books at the at the very beginning. Um, we've worked with a few companies that were doing like GoFundMe projects where they wanted to get out to their audiences as quickly as possible and get that traffic to the site within the first three days so they could get that momentum going. That's sort of the blitz strategy. Most of our customers are on a more of a, a long-term um, traffic strategy, and that could be um, coaches. It could be people offering online programs. It could be um, brick and mortars that are trying to drive traffic or, or manufacturers from that standpoint. We've had incredible luck with uh, franchisors that are trying to find people to be franchisees. Um, you know, speaking directly to them. Um, really, every time we have somebody that we work with and they'll say, do you think this would work? And I'm like, um, we haven't been in that niche, but let's try it out and see. And I've been amazed that it's worked in every one. Right now, we're at Interview Valet. We're just focusing on three verticals. And really, that's so that we can really niche down and, and get those great relationships with the podcasters and our main vertical is business, and by business, it's it's pretty broad from leadership, entrepreneurs, solopreneurs, uh, marketing, um, finance, that sort of thing. So business is our main vertical, and then we also have a vertical that's um, faith and Christianity, and then our third vertical is health, nutrition, um, exercise. 
Awesome. Well, those are three big verticals. You know, and you make a good point, though, and and people come to me and go, well, do you have a case study for that or blah, blah, blah. And, And, you know, by the time those case studies are made and you see the success, the big opportunity is gone. Right. Isn't it? I mean, it, it's it's this is working right now and, and you're seeing some success. But when you say I haven't, we haven't done it before that, sh- the real good marketer should be like, you know what? I need to try that because before it becomes too noisy in that space, that's my huge opportunity. Yeah. The, the great the great advantage comes when you can realize something in a slightly different niche and you could say, oh, I could I could take that and use it in mine. Uh, sometimes I laugh when people, you know, will say that. You know, this is how I grew my business. I grew my business with, you know, uh, Facebook ads or whatever it was. And they'll tell you how they did it three or four years ago in a different, um, in a different industry, a different time, a different market. That's almost like me telling you, you know, Ion, I've got the great news for you. Yesterday, I was at our grocery store and, you know, set aisle seven, that checkout line. That was the one that went fastest. Well, it's, it's it's true, but it doesn't help you because it's dated information. Uh, you're in a different market, a different town, and everything like that. It's like it's that's interesting, but it doesn't help me. So I think you're right. If you can find out something that's going on right now in a different industry, you can be the genius and go, "Wow, I could tweak that and make it work in my industry." Because you know, inbound marketing is a strategy. It's a it's a philosophy. Um, and if you understand that, you can apply it to different niche, niches. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And not only can you apply it, but it, the big part about inbound is it, it's getting the attention and following up and, and, you know, and, and providing value, providing value, being abundant, um, which I, this all this stuff does, which I love. Um, I want to talk a little bit about innovation, though, a little bit more, because I feel, you know, I, I've talked to a few podcast guests and I talk, you know, having a podcast, I'm always like, well, what are some innovative ways? Because I, you know, you can be a guest and it, it, you can just be like a radio show, but I feel like there's some innovative things or some industries out there that really could flip the switch and do something super amazing with this podcast guest. And is there something that you've been thinking about that you could share with us that maybe you haven't done yet, or you really think would be a huge advantage? Something that we're testing, and really this idea came out of uh, a discussion at Inbound last year, uh, the Inbound Conference, and talking about nurturing someone along. You know, it used to be, okay, take them from a blog, and then let's take them to an, an email, and we'll do this email nurturing sequence. Well, I, I think with podcasts or, or videos or anything that's more personal, it's a little bit different. And we've tested this and found that that um, that it works better for podcasts. So, for example, you're listening to me right now. Okay, so that's a different level of intimacy than just an email. So if we're always trying to nurture the relationship to the next level, does just sending an email sequence take that to the next level? Eh, mm-hmm. Not really. That's sort of a step back. So one of the things we've seen is, okay, what's the next step? Well, maybe the next step is a – uh, a live webinar, a recorded training, something like that to move them along in that. And that's one of the things we've tested and seen um, that sometimes the old rules of, of content uh, have to be applied in different ways. So, so we're looking at that. Um, uh, we've also seen that, um, uh, you know, 
on podcasts, people can't see you. They can't see different things. And that can be a, a negative and a positive. So from the standpoint, I, I can't right now point to an infographic and explain it. But if I was to refer to an infographic, well, you know, I, I would give you a reason to go there. So you can use those tools both ways. Um, so that's what I'm excited about with it. And then um, just from, you know, I'm an engineer by heart. I was, uh, I'm, my training was a mechanical engineer. My first job out of college was running nuclear power plants. And I always say I've, you know, I've run a nuclear power plant in a small business. And, and one of them was easy because it came with an instruction manual. But I always look at it and say that, um, you know, the true experts are our customers and they'll tell us what they like and what they loathe. And so with everything we do here, we test it. So we can see, you know, the, what the customer's reaction is to it. Did did that offer resonate? Do do webinars work better than emails? Um, does one podcast work better than another? Um, you know, I and you, you had mentioned that um, that I'd been on this podcast before, and I'm I'm so honored to to come back for a second time here. But um, it wasn't by wasn't by mistake. Right, because when we have traffic that goes back to that page, you know that interviewvalet.com forward slash tau, I can measure what kind of traffic I get from each podcast. Mm-hmm. Now, a lot of times, podcasters will say, "Well, we we would love to have you back on the show," and I always tell our clients, "Let's wait, let's see what the traffic is, because if it's if it's good for their audience, they'll tell us by coming to our website." You know, if if there was no traffic from it, um, you're probably wasting your time and the listener's time going back again. Yep. Um, so that's, you know, I never claim to be the smartest person in the world, but I'm smart enough to know right answer when told. And <laughs> and the customers are always telling us the right answer. That's, that's so true. Listening to your customers is super important. Um, and, and I think you made a good point about the traffic from podcasts, but also to remember to people, if you can get on a hyper niche podcast, that yeah, maybe they have fifty, a hundred listeners, but there's fifty to hundred of your super ideal customers, and you're you have a high ticket item. Well, that makes a lot of sense, and that's the cool part about podcasting is you know I, I feel like the hyper niche stuff is where you really get the you get the uh, conversion. Oh, and 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 I've got an example of this personally, and everybody says, well, you know, can you get me on a a big podcast? And I'm like, it may not work for you as well. You know, I was on a, a a big podcast, and granted, it was early on before I had the system down and the message down, but I was probably heard by thirty thousand people mm-hmm. and thirty thousand downloads, and of that, I got about ten leads, and they were good leads. They converted and everything. Um, but I was on another podcast um, probably three months later, and the host was almost apologetic. She's like, um, I only get 300 downloads per episode. And you know, I'm like, well, I'm here anyway. Let's, let's do the interview. And I, out of uh, 300 downloads, I got 150 leads. <laughs> and I look at that and say, well, there's more fish in the ocean than there are in a barrel. But if I can – fish in a barrel, I know I'm going to catch something every time. Whereas if I go out in the ocean, there's a lot of places that have no fish. Well, and, and you know, and you can look into that barrel and see what kind of fish there are. <laughs> yeah. I know, I know exactly what kind of bait to use. Yep. Yeah. That's, that's a great, great point. 
Tom, this has been awesome. So, like, if someone wants to get started, they can actually do it on their own. They they could hire an interview valet. You guys do it all for you, for them. And can you tell me a little bit about that process? Let's uh, let's reiterate. If they want to do it on their own, they go to interviewvalet.com slash Tao. And then if they want to contact you and have it done, how does that work? Yeah, they can go to the same place for, for both of those. And, you know, like I say, I share everything that we've done. Um, there's a book that's coming out that explains exactly how to do it. There's an online course that does it. And, you know, it's not magic. It's, it's a formula uh, that, that goes through that. So if they want to learn how to do it, they can do it that way. Um, if they want to have somebody else do it for them and avoid that learning curve and just make it easy, um, and also get the right introductions to the podcast hosts since we have the relationships with them. We work with a lot of agencies and it seems like it's a great, um, a great synergy there. Right, because we can provide the um, uh, the the traffic, the connections, all the rest of that, and then they provide the the entire back end. It's it's t- definitely a win win with that, um, and I love working with agencies because um, they've already got customers and clients that really understand the power of inbound, and this is just a new fun way of of doing it. And it's it's fun to to even talk to to business owners and ask them, you know, would you change your plans today to go speak to to ten ideal customers? And they're like, sure. You know, would you get on a plane tomorrow to speak to a thousand ideal customers? And they're like, oh, definitely. And then I say, you know, how about ten thousand? And most of them are like, uh, no, no. You know, I'm not going up in front of an audience of ten thousand. But <laughs> the thing is, is that even if you're an introvert, um, even if you've only got a half hour, 45 minutes a week, you could do a podcast interview um, from your home, from your work, wherever you've got a good internet connection. And uh, what we do is we set it up so that we take care of, you know, we're the roadies. Um, we let them be the guest and we take care of the rest. And um, as far as working with agencies, it works out well because we're just sort of that partner that that helps with that traffic generation. And then when all that comes back, uh, it's the agency that works and how to put that in the funnel and move that down the funnel and really make that magic work. Nice. Well, that's awesome. Awesome. Tom, thank you so much for being on the show. Um, you know, it, I, I start these three questions and be after the last time you were on the show. So it's good. I get to ask you them and, and uh, I think I don't think you answered them last time. So, but there's three questions I ask my guests. And the first one is, uh, what's what's your favorite business book? My favorite business book by far would be "Thou Shall Prosper" uh, by Daniel Ra- or Rabbi Daniel Lappin. Awesome. And um, what is your favorite business quote? Um, I mentioned it before, and that's uh, from Derek Sivers. Uh-huh. What's or- what's ordinary to you is amazing to others. That's a great one. He's a good guy. A really good guy. He's actually, he is. Yeah, he's given me some advice along the way. He's a fantastic person. Uh, he's a good blog, too, to listen to uh, or to read. Um, and then what mindset are you working on right now to improve yourself? To me, it's more I, – I read a book by Carol Dweck uh, in which she talked about fixed mindset versus growth mindset. Um, and I'm really trying to, to work on the growth mindset, really focused on partnerships. Um, you know, uh, we weren't made to, to live alone and do everything alone. And I find that I get better results and, uh, uh, I'm more creative, have more fun, um, and just, 
it's just better to work with other people. And that's one of the reasons that we love to work with um, marketing agencies and uh, um, podcasters. It's just uh, sort of that um, it's not a fixed mindset of trying to cut up the pie, but we're trying to grow the entire pie. That's great. Great. I, that abundance mindset is so important. And, and then the growth mindset. And, that, and Carol Dweck's book is fantastic. And it's just it's, it's a, a great title, Mindset. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, what it, is that? What's called? I think it's like. I believe, the, yeah, I believe so. Yeah, yeah, it's and it's so true. Um, well, Tom, thank you so much for being on the show. Uh, if you want to get in touch with Tom, interviewvalet dot com. If you go to slash Tao, it, it, it's a great download for you all. Uh, Tom, thanks again, and hopefully we'll have you on again soon. Thank you, Ian, and thank you all for listening to us and making Tom and I part of your journey. And this has been Ian Garlic and the Dow Midnight.